Welcome back to Weekend Thoughts. My name is Nate Antetomaso. Kroger is buying Albertsons. Grocery stores are investing more in technology and online ordering. So how does that make them different from any other e-commerce website? How does it make it different from Amazon or from the place you buy your shoes? And should it be? Should we be ordering everything together all at once? Let's talk about it. Middle Tech is presented by KY Innovation, the Kentucky Cabinet for Economic Development's entrepreneurship and innovation partner. KY Innovation exists to support and develop Kentucky's startup ecosystem, and we are proud to work alongside an organization whose mission aligns so closely with ours. If you're a founder building in Kentucky, you need to check out the resources that KY Innovation has to offer. You can find more information at kyinnovation.com. So a couple weeks ago, the news broke that Kroger was buying Albertsons. Now, when you think of grocery store names like Kroger and Albertsons, it's easy to think of the brand, you know, the Kroger supermarkets, the Albertsons supermarkets. But these are actually two massive corporations. Kroger, which is based in Cincinnati, has 2,800 stores across 25 banners or brands of stores. Uh, those brands include Fred Meyer. If you've been out west, there's Ralph's or King Supers. Um, all of those are underneath the Kroger Corporation. 420,000 employees. Albertsons is similar. 2,200 stores, 34 states, 290,000 employees under 22 banners. And those include Safeway, Acme, Tom Thumb, anybody from Chicago, Kroger's Mariano's, Albertsons is Jewel Osco. So a lot of stores in these corporations and Kroger's buying Albertsons. $24.6 billion acquisition. And that does still need regulatory approval, but the corporations are optimistic that they're going to get that and that Kroger will complete the acquisition. You know, a lot of focus, a lot of coverage of this acquisition has been centered around the cost savings aspect. A consolidated company can consolidate on their capital expenditure. You know, they, they reported this in their, in their press release. They think they'll be able to save millions in operating costs and they'll have stronger bargaining power with suppliers. Analysts have said that total cost savings would top $1 billion and was likely a massive driver for the deal. And that makes sense. You can save a lot on CapEx. Um, definitely a, a positive outcome of an acquisition like this. But I think an overlooked part of this acquisition doesn't have to do with the balance sheet, doesn't have to do with capital expenditure. It's the consumer experience in a world of changing shopping habits, especially in the grocery space. The grocery space is different than it was a long time ago. You know, first it was little little corner stores, mom and pop markets that became larger markets. Um, a lot of these banners, these brands used to be independent and slowly corporations like Kroger and like Albertsons um, have consolidated them. But that's where you bought groceries was at supermarkets. That's changing now. Amazon operates fresh delivery and fresh stores in many markets, and those services are free to Prime subscribers. Walmart operates free grocery delivery through their Walmart Plus subscription. Apps like Instacart continue to innovate in that service, and food delivery marketplaces like DoorDash and Uber Eats are getting into the grocery vertical as well. There's all these competitors for your grocery dollars. And with these competitors, Traditional supermarkets have been trying to offer competing services to combat the, the new entrance to the market. But these services by the traditional supermarkets are going to need money to operate and scale 
to build out to compete with companies like Amazon. You know, a selection of both Kroger and Albertson stores already do offer app-based ordering delivery. And there's like a weird service where they can bring the groceries out to your cart. Um, these are things that they've been trying to do, but in order to to really compete, they're going to have to go all in. You know, bringing orders to your in a cart out to your car isn't going to work. Kroger has been trying. You know, they they invested in tech to operate fulfillment centers specifically for online orders, which sounds a lot like Amazon. So when we think about solutions like Amazon versus solutions like these grocery services, what separates them? from general e-commerce and what that's become in the past decade or so. When you get on Amazon, you fill your fresh car, you click deliver, it comes to you just like a regular Amazon order would. Kroger is starting to get into that, like we said, but other than that, it's still its own separate thing. But does it have to be? As grocery innovates, with things like that Amazon Fresh Delivery, it starts to look a lot more like the way we order anything else online. It's just like ordering socks. So what makes groceries different than socks in the consumer experience when you're ordering? Is the inevitability of a single place where we can order anything we want and have it delivered to us regardless of the type of product, regardless of the retailer, one place, order online, delivered quickly. Whether it's Amazon or Kroger, DoorDash or Walmart, will we expect to buy anything we want in one place and get it quickly? What separates these types of retailers in the future? It doesn't matter that one used to be a grocery store and one started as an app for food, you know, whatever it is. It's a retailer that's delivering. The consumer experience should be the same. In this world, there's no niches anymore. And why should there be? If everything is app-based and everything is coming from a fulfillment center operated by a distributed corporation, why should the burden of placing separate orders be on the customer? I think the winner in this space will recognize this and break down as many barriers as possible in that customer experience. With this in mind, it looks like Amazon is probably pretty far in the lead and Walmart's trying to catch up. So that leaves these grocers, that leaves the new Kroger Corporation. Will it have to bring on a marketplace to sell other things, to sell other types of products? Will it have to shore up its supply chain and its logistics, its logistics network in order to compete with the Amazon of the future? I think so. Will this deal, will Kroger buying Albertsons matter in the long term if Amazon just keeps pushing into grocery and Kroger can't spend to catch up? What do you think? Do you want to keep your grocery shopping? separate from your socks shopping, from your new office chair, whatever it might be. Do you think those are different experiences or should they be the same? Do you want to have it delivered or do you want to walk into the grocery store and pick an apple, you know, on top of a, a pile of 20 of them? You know, there, there's something to be said about experiential commerce, but in the end of the day, I think convenience and reliability win. So will Kroger become Amazon? I don't want to predict that. I don't think it will. But I think it might have to, and I think it's thinking about it.